Welcome to The Raw, recorded at Sioux College, which is located in the Robinson-Huron Treaty Territory. We are grateful to Mother Earth for providing us the land, water, air, and food needed to sustain all life, and we acknowledge Indigenous peoples as the original stewards of this land, who have lived in harmony and in respect with all creation. As we are all relations, it is important to recognise this interconnected relationship with one another and our obligation to respect the land that has nourished, healed, protected and embraced us. We honour Abaduan Bachawana First Nation and Katagan CB Garden River First Nation as the original caretakers of the land that Sioux College is situated on and acknowledge the contributions of the historical Métis Nation of Sault Ste. Marie in the stewardship of this territory. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Roar Takeover. This is your host, Abby, and I'm a supply chain management student, the present chair on the SUSU Board of Directors and also a member of the Ambassadors for Success. We have a great lineup of guests this episode. First, we have the selected Professor Bringilson, <laughs> right? Yes. Of School of Business. Welcome. Thank you. Please tell us something about your program of teaching and your teaching style. Well, I teach, as you know, in the business program. Um, I teach a variety of courses, accounting courses, computer application courses. A little bit about my teaching style. I believe strongly in uh, developing relationships with my students. I want all of my students, you know, to feel comfortable in the classroom, uh, welcome and engaged. So I, I really strive to get to know my students, build those relationships. And I feel that that gives them a comfort level when they're in the classroom. Wow, that's awesome. Okay, well, I give a little bit of more of my background of what I've done here at Sioux College. I've been here for about 13 years now, and I worked in a couple of different administrative roles up until about a year ago when I transferred to this full-time faculty position. So I'm really grateful now for this opportunity um, to be able to work directly with students. What do I like to do outside of the college? One of the things I, I really enjoy is playing hockey. Getting outdoors and, and playing hockey, I pretty much play hockey all year round um, to some degree or another. And um, just an interesting opportunity that I had during the holiday break in between semesters. I had some of my students who were new to Canada had never been skating. So I actually was able to get a group of them out skating one day during the break. So and I think they all really enjoyed it. And it was nice, nice to be able to get them out. Wow. Thank you so very much for that. Right now, like I said, I wish I'm in your program. <laughs> okay, so what do you enjoy most about teaching? I think what I enjoy the most is um, getting to know my students. 
I really believe that developing those relationships with students is really important. I also, you know, having a lot of work experience prior to coming into teaching full-time, I really um, like to be able to provide that connection for students uh, between what they're learning in the classroom and how they'll be using that in the workplace. I really try to um, work some type of practical um, component, whether it's a project or sometimes I'm even able to get um, actual projects for companies to have uh, my class work on. So, you know, and that's really enjoyable to me to have those practical projects for students to work on and help prepare them for the workforce. Wow, that's awesome. Thank you once again for letting us to know you better. We have some messages from some of your students and we'd like to share them with you. Thank you. Our first message is from Pauline Sino. She's one exceptional professor that goes beyond what is expected from her. She helps us students in many ways. Joseph May Lydia said, you are simply the best. Paige Yukau. She's always very helpful and her attitude to students. She's the best teacher I've ever seen. Ella Joyce Paolo Maria. She's the best. She's always help us with our accounting. Okay, Professor, can you please give us your best roar? Roar! <laughs> Good. Thank, Thank you. you. Welcome back to the Roar Takeover. I remain your able host, Abby. And right here with me is the new SCSU president, Katrin Thleon. Woo! I'm excited to be here. We're excited to have you. Okay, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm Catherine Fillion. I'm born and raised in Sault Ste. Marie, and I'm in my last year of accounting here at Sioux College. And once I'm graduated from the program, I'm going to be the new president of the student union here at Sioux College. How does it feel to be the new SCSU president? It's a little bit nerve-wracking because it'll be my first time acting as a president in any form. But I know that we have a great team here at Sioux College that will help me every step of the way. So that kind of soothes my anxieties a little bit. But I'm actually really excited to see what kind of change in programs and initiatives I can put into fruition here at Sioux College. And I'm excited to be working full time for the students, here for the students, 24-7, whenever you need me. Wow. Isn't that awesome? What drives you currently? Well, right now, there's a lot of change happening in my life with, you know, graduation, working for a new job. Uh, so I kind of want to explore that part of myself because I know growing up, I was probably a little bit resistant to change. Uh, but I kind of want to embrace that part of myself and see what kind of change I can bring around me too. My next question will be, what is your greatest achievement? I think my greatest achievement is actually achieving the position as the student union president. Before this, I've had jobs and managerial positions. I've worked part time, but nothing that would really place me in a position uh, to actually do something in a managerial or a head or a leader role. Yeah. So I think my, my greatest achievement is this right now as it's happening. And I'm really glad to share that achievement with everyone around me. I saw the press release. I was sharing it on Facebook and with my family and friends and they were all cheering me on for it and it's a really exciting part of my life right now. My next question will be how do you improve yourself as a leader? 
as a leader, you know, it's not just you working alone. You really have to keep an open mind to the people around you and take their feedback, not like critically, but embrace it and possibly explore it further to see how you can better yourself and how you can better support the people around you and let them feel better heard. Then again, you would have to get more than one opinion necessarily to get a well-rounded viewpoint of any situation that's going on. Always get feedback on your ideas and suggestions too, so that you can better critically analyze what's going on at any given moment. My next question will be, what behaviors do you think good leaders should avoid? Avoid someone who's very resistant to feedback. They take it very personally as an attack against their character. But in reality, you know, everyone wants what's best for the team or for the goal and what they're trying to achieve. And no one's really supposed to be acting alone on any given initiative. We all work together and someone would have to be able to keep an open line of communication 24-7 with your team to let them be there with you every single step of the way for whatever you're trying to achieve, even if it's something as small as adding something onto the menu at Odeno, just so that no one is ever taken by surprise. Mm, that's deep. Thank you. And that will bring me to the second to the last question that I have for you today. Cheers. How do you intend to keep your organization committed to your vision and mission? Uh, well, you would always have the main mission, uh, as a long-term goal or something that can be achieved every step of the way during the year. Uh, the president position is only there for a year. And then if you're lucky, you can apply for a second year. So it's a good idea to keep it attainable and achievable and keep it organized. So if it's a long-term goal that might even take five years to achieve, that it'll be easier for you to transfer those responsibilities and ideas to the next successor. Uh, you always want to make sure that your main mission is part of the core values of anything you're trying to achieve. For the student union, that is putting the students first. So anything that you want to bring to the table, you want to see how that will affect the student, the student body, um, how they're going to receive it if they don't like it. Maybe it's a good idea to explore other options instead. So you're really trying to keep it open and keep an open line of communication with everyone around you and allow them to maybe pull you back if maybe you're heading in a direction that is not in line with your main goals. Mm, thank you so much. And last but not the least, how do you intend to promote a positive work environment? Mm. Well, I've definitely worked at jobs where there's not a positive work environment. And what that does is creates a very closed off kind of fearful environment where people are not excited or wanting to speak their mind and share their ideas. So to keep a positive work environment, I would have to, you know, maybe put my own self out there to share my ideas to help get the ball rolling and let people know that there's no stupid questions. And that even if the idea is not necessarily achievable in the way they expressed it, we can probably explore it more together. Good luck on your new journey. But before we end this session, please give us your best roar. Oh boy. Roar. Welcome back to the Roar Takeover. Let's welcome our next guest, the new SCSU Vice President Campus Connection, Rena Cuisin. Thank you, Abby. Hello. How are you? 
I'm very well, thank you. <laughs> wow, it's good to have you here. Can you just please tell us a little bit about yourself? All right. Um, my name is Rina Kuisan, and I'm a global business management student. I'm currently at my second semester, and um, I am also a success student assistant, and as you said, now the new uh, vice president CC in SESU. Wow, thank you. This will take me to my next question for you. How does it feel to be the new SCSU Vice President Campus Connection? How does it feel? Yeah, it's very exciting. I really love it and um, I still can't believe it because um, the first time I stepped into Sioux College, what, the first thing I saw is the um, the SCSU calendar. I was like surprised and amazed like how it's organized. And um, I said to myself, like, um, I hope one day I could join this department and I'm looking forward. I'm so, I'm still in cloud nine right now. <laughs> when when I uh, find out and saw my name that I'm the new VD, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, it's a new challenge for me, but I really do uh, dream to become one of them. Wow. I'm excited for you too. Thank you. So what drives you currently? Well, what drives me currently is um, the reason as well why I run as the uh, VP uh, CC is because I see myself in every student. Being in a different country alone is a great challenge for us to face. And um, with the great support of um, SCSU, everyone could feel at home. And the same way that I feel, the first time I came, I felt really accepted and um, I didn't feel any discrimination. So I just wanted to give back what I have received. So all the positive things um, that I got from Sioux College, I wanted to do as well as a return uh, to, to the new students to help them overcome their anxieties when they're moved into a new country. So I wanted to help them and um, to enjoy their life in Canada. That's amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. What is your greatest achievement? Oh, my greatest achievement is this one. <laughs> oh. Winning the uh, the position or uh, being elected as the vice resident in Campus Connection. As I've said, it's my dream and this is my greatest achievement. Although I have managed before some, like uh, my, my previous team, I managed uh, some group to, uh, to achieve a common goal. But this one is really something personal to me because um, I haven't been into college for the past two decades. <laughs> so this is a new life for me and um, I wasn't this active before. So for me, this is a new beginning and a new challenges that excites me a lot and gives me energy, even though I'm alone and sad sometimes. But um, meeting new people and helping a lot of students makes me happy. And um, as well, uh, that's, that's my greatest achievement. What behaviors do you think good leaders should avoid? Uh, should avoid, I believe that um, a good leader shouldn't be taking like uh, some suggestions. Taking it in a negative way should be avoided because um, having an open communication is the key for the team to work out. So um, if, if a leader is not open to any suggestions or feed, then I don't think the team will be able to work together. And um, the leader should have like a trust with each and every one of the, uh, the members. And um, if the leader doesn't have trust with anyone, then I don't think the group would work and achieve their common goal. Well said. This brings us to the last question for you today. How do you intend to promote a positive work environment? To promote positive environment, I believe that um, it should be a, an open communication with everyone, not only for myself, but to all members of the team. And uh, as well to, to have um, cooperation. So each will have a common goal and each of us will help each other to, to achieve that goal. I believe that would uh, create a positive environment. 
Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so, so, so very much. Thank you, Abby. You're welcome. And good luck on your new journey, Rina. Thank you. But before we end, would you please give us your best roar? Can we do it together? Okay. <laughs> All right. <sighs> About Easter, we will be posting some Easter eggs around the campus. Please watch out for them. And if you can at least find five eggs, you will have the opportunity to enter into a draw that will be announced on the 7th of April, 2023. Welcome back. We have a very special guest with me today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Taylor Boyer and I am the Indigenous Student Union President here at Sioux College. I am taking the pre-trades and technology program here as well. So I graduate in April and I will be returning in the fall. Um, I still have to choose which program I like the most, basically, out of the trades, most likely, because my dad's an ironworker, I suppose, and I kind of got onto that route going towards like the trades because of him. And he taught me like a lot of like life skills. He will, we recently built a house three years ago, which brought me towards construction and kind of getting an understanding on how to like go from the foundation, build up from the floor up to the like trusses and ceilings. I joined this program in September. I'm probably aiming to go for machining or welding in the fall. I'm also returning as Indigenous Student Union President in September as well, and I'm pretty happy about that. That's awesome. Thank you, Taylor. And that sounds like you got a good base foundation there. Uh, my knowledge of building skills in Canada is close to zero. I know the houses are made of wood and they have insulation, so I'm glad we know someone that knows what to do. <laughs> Yeah, that is wonderful. We definitely need more Indigenous representation in the trades, even more from women, because unfortunately it is still quite underrepresented. So, so glad to hear you found a path in the trades that you're passionate about. Thank you. Asking you a little bit more regarding to your new role as president, which congratulations again. Thank you. Um, what made you decide to get involved with the student union? Was there anything that you've experienced in the past that I dream you always had? So I'm a first year student and I got asked to be the president in September by Sarah Grant, who was a social event coordinator here at the time. But I was busy with my program and I didn't want to fall behind. So I waited and it's been pretty good. I like it. And the reason why I kind of got more into the SESU or the student union is because I think that Indigenous student, the Indigenous studies needs more people to communicate with the SESU so that we get that communication and that understanding with each other through our unions come like it's like a friendship, I guess, in a way. And I kind of want to like split that diversity between Indigenous and the student union so like we become more together rather than separate. Like such as like even international and Indigenous, we're all separate and kind of not together together. And I think that we should be more involved with each other and more like communicated with each other as well. So Taylor, I heard you had plans for soup day needed a meal at lunch or needed something to snack on during the day and I know that a lot of college students don't have a lot of money and they have financial issues due to housing and even just living groceries that type of wise so I kind of want to start up soup days and maybe some other type of days maybe like scon dog days or even having like bannock days soup days something that kind of like brings back that spirit of how we always like not feed in a way kind of like show them that love it brings people together. 
So what other plans do you have? And I know that you're officially getting an office in May. Do you have any plans for the summer in here? For the summer, I'd like to, well, I have training to do in April, but that's basically like the start of my summer in a way. And I have training in the summer and then I have to plan a powwow for the fall for September as well. And I'm really excited about that because this is my first powwow that I'm ever throwing and it's going to take a lot of time and commitment to it. And I'm really excited about it because this is something I've always been passionate about. And my mother was the one who brought me around this culture, which is my culture. I am an Anishinaabekwe woman and I love, 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 love powwows and gatherings and bringing people together gives me excitement and kind of brings back the past of when my mother used to bring me to powwows here. And they're basically like Thessalon, Thunder Bay, um, Sudbury, Wawa in town here. And the one that I used to love is the Sioux College powwow. And she, that's when she used to come here as a student for PSW. And when I was a kid, I used to run around and play tag with all the other kids while the powwow was going. And I used to dance and drum and sing. And I still kind of do, but I, I love, I love to get back into my roots more. And that's why I'm really excited in doing this powwow. That's awesome. So basically, uh, one of the things that inspired you to get to that role now is the possibility of you providing to other people the experience you had when you were younger. So was that an inspiration for you? Yeah, it was a big inspiration for me. Um, it opened up my heart and my eyes and my mind to me being more positive towards my culture because there was those negative sides and there was those criticizers who always put down indigenous people, um, aboriginal people. And I think like those, like we're drunks or alcoholics and junkies like there's always a stereotype and um i kind of want to like make it reborn that it's not that way and we actually love ourselves and appreciate ourselves and that i wish that more people would look back into history and realize why we are the way we are and what why we do the way we do things um that's something that i'd like to kind of get people to open their eyes up to more in a way that sounds wonderful so breaking some stereotypes and bringing knowledge to people. So one of your plans for the fall then is focusing on that powwow experience. Is there anything else that you're hoping to do? In the fall, um, I want to do a few things with my union and kind of get international involved as well so that we can kind of teach like students around the world more of Orange Shirt Day because last year it was more or some people in my union thought that they seen people celebrating the Orange Shirt Day rather than kind of respecting it in a way. And I kind of want to like teach them that in like a nicer and positive way of like them understanding so that they can considering we were like the first settlers of this country and we were here first I think in a way that's kind of important for them to know it's learning about the history of Canada how we got here uh, it's part of the history that's a big yeah. the start of the history <laughs> yeah it is and I think there's blanket exercises important and something that contributes to orange shirt day and for residential school survivors planning to bring some awareness and educating people which is wonderful yeah that's that's what I want to do is kind of like educate them and like make sure give them more of a reason to learn as well about our culture so if you could sum up what is the legacy you're hoping to leave behind after your time as president the legacy I want to leave behind is loving and caring for people and other cultures in this school um, I think that I want to leave behind a good and positive impact on my end and I'd like to see other people reaching for the stars
Thank you so much for being here today, Taylor. Again, congratulations and looking forward to see what you bring out in the upcoming semesters. Thank Sounds you good. for having me. And in a slightly different topic, I wanted to stop here to congratulate our women's hockey team. 31 wings in a row and bringing the championship home. You rock! Their winning game happened this week on Monday. Uh, lots of staff and some students showed up at Odeno to give them support, bringing the American Collegiate Hockey Associate Division championship home. They ended the season with an astonishing 31 victories. That's insane, guys. I know there are a few indigenous hockey players on that team, and I just want to say how skilled they were. Thank you for playing such a great way. We can't wait to welcome you guys home. So that's what we have for today. Can't wait to see you in the next episode. Roar! <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Upcoming this week, we also have Ram Jam happening on the 27th of March from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. And if you're not familiar with Cram Jam, it is a wonderful study event where we have extra peer tutoring sessions, drop-ins with success, so you can come in to see me, Harry, or Sasha. We also have a study break with fun games and prizes. The goal of these event is to help you focus on your studies and help you out while you prepare for your final projects, presentations, and exams. For the full schedule on Cram Jam, go to the library website under Peer Tutoring Cram Jam section. And one more event coming up on 31st of March is our Friday Flex. Flex your achievements for this month of March. Also, uh, please pass by Udeno on the 31st to uh, shout out or um, give us your achievements this March. Thank you so very much for listening. Do you have a fantastic day. <sighs>